Hello, my name is Avia Winters, and I'm going to be talking about beyond evil or the literal term monster. So, so many characters are important to this case in town. So many names and so many stories that haven't been fully told yet. There is still a lot to explore and digest. But before we get started, I just want to say hello. My name is Avia Winters. And welcome to my podcast called Drama Fiend. I usually have a format, but it didn't fit, so I will just be discussing multiple topics about the K-drama, Monster, or Beyond Evil. So let me first talk about the night of the murder in 2000, in the year 2000. So first, let me say that there was some type of strange screeching at night or some kind of wailing and probably as an animal, but I am not from the countryside, so I have no idea what that is. A female was found and Yu Yun disappeared that night. The message Yu Yun received, we didn't see if it was sent by Dong Shik, her brother, her twin brother, because it was cut off. So we couldn't see the messenger. But I feel like it wasn't though because of how happy she became. Like she wasn't going to see her brother. She was going to see her boyfriend or her, a crush. And that person probably killed her. I don't think Dong Shik would tell his sister to meet him, especially at night. She might have been secretly meeting this person, which is why no one suspected the man or boy at the at the time I'm thinking he was a boy I'm talking about the the suspect the killer I do think I know who it is with the information we have received so far so stay tuned so the female's fingers were cut off all of them so there's two different killers I'm thinking or this killer's mo changed like they're like the way they kill I don't know how to explain mo because the newer female they found in 2020 her fingers were intact as far as what I remembered unless I missed something and the one from twenty uh two thousands in the two thousands, her fingers were missing. So they could be two different murderers. The real one and someone who's just trying to copy. Oh, her fingers were cut off as well. There may not be two killers now that I just watched it. Yeah, her fingers were definitely killers. There are not two killers. It's just one killer. And it's the same killer. So we're gonna talk about Edong Shik as a forty year old and Edong Shik as a twenty year old. Let's talk about the forty year old since you know this is more relevant. 40-year-old Edong Shik's persona is that he is considered crazy by the town or the city, which has a bit to do with his past, but mostly to do with how he behaved during an investigation where his partner was killed and he was hovering over him or her with blood all over his face, which could be a misunderstanding, but that ending though of episode two basically is saying that he's the killer. If you haven't watched episodes one and two, please go watch it. There will be spoilers by the way, but also K-dramas tend to, or dramas in general they tend to make it seem like someone's the killer by showing a whole bunch of blood on them and it could have just been them reacting to seeing someone they care about dead and they held their face towards theirs and that's how all the blood got on their face that's what i'm thinking they're trying to play me and i'm not gonna get played so 20 year old Edong shik's persona is that he seemed carefree and didn't listen to others as well as wanting to do music he was also someone the town knew was like no good or something or at least unlike his sister his twin sister i noticed that when he looked at the fingers his sister's fingers he was smiling but that could be because of his disbelief that it was his sister and that's the reaction that he gave at first but it's kind of hard to believe him the next second when he is smiling and then he starts claiming that he is innocent because he's not behaving that way. He's not behaving in the way of someone who's innocent. Why is he smiling? 
But, you know, for that moment, he wasn't behaving the way he was supposed to. And people were watching him smile as he looked at his own sister's fingers. But maybe he doesn't understand his emotions. I don't know. Also, we do not know what alibi or story he gave the cops, but he was the last person who was with the victim from the, the year 2000. But we as viewers don't know what time it was or where the girl went after or pretty much any information. So she could have met someone in between the time that she and Idomshik, 20-year-old Idomshik, got into an altercation at the cafe or whatever and her time of being murdered, which was never shared and they're purposely doing that. And also, Dong Shik also takes medicine, the 40-year-old one, and has a limp. Like, he has a, he can't walk properly. They obviously cut out a lot of information to keep us, the viewers, guessing, which I don't mind, but I am curious how he became that way. This is what kind of lures me in and makes me want to keep watching when I don't know everything. But if they keep this going for too long, I'm going to get angry. But we do get bits and pieces of information about Idong Shik based on everyone who's responding to situations that's going on in 2020. Let's talk about the town. There's so much going on within this town and so many citizens in here that plays an important role in events that happened 20 years ago, I believe. The truth is there somewhere and I'm going to say that I do not agree that Idong Shik is the killer, although all the evidence we've seen says that he is, according to the ending. Reasons why is that Dong Shik is running around and helping citizens with a smile on his face for, for some of the actions and the things he does. He smiles a lot. He is also helping people like how he helped the women at the beauty salon in the beginning, which he basically charged them in a sense, even though he it didn't go through, so that they could stop their gambling for the future and they won't get in trouble in the future. He always thinks ahead and is very very like detailed. He's like meticulous. He remembers a lot of details. So why would he make it so obvious or this obvious that he's the killer? Maybe he is and I just don't want him to be though. It would seem like he is two different people, but this is maybe what some killers are able to do well. They gain people's trust so that they could let their guard down and then bam, they're vulnerable. He also looked shocked when he's seeing these dead women. But also it's always him conveniently finding these women. So I'm talking about both a positive and a negative evidence that says he is not the killer and evidence that says he is possibly the killer. However, it could be that the killer knows Edong Shik's movements or daily routine and is getting something out of parading it in front of him. Or I did just think of something that Edong Shik did kill someone back in the day, but it wasn't obviously he didn't like kidnap his own sister and make her disappear or something. One of our two main characters killed somebody. I said it first. The elderly man that disappears, that disappears into a field, his carer or his daughter, who Juwan said that it seemed like she had something on Edong Shik, like a bribe. But we learned that it was the murder that happened years ago. Why? He feels guilty even though it isn't and wasn't him. I'm also still guessing. Maybe he is also getting information and observing the town because he believes that the killer is still at large in that town or in that city. But Han Juwon also had a similar case back where he was. I think it was Seoul. Um, so unless Idong Shik is traveling back and forth, there are possibly two killers, which from what I said in the beginning, I think there's just one now. <laughs> I also wonder if all the women have something in common other than having nail polish on or a press on nails or whatever. I did think about a lot of the people from the town being involved in the murders as well. The show pushes and promotes the townspeople a lot because their opinions and their situations matters. Um, their lives also matters and intertwines with Edong Shik. 
let's talk about Han Juwon, his behavior especially. He seems laid back, cold, and very distant. He also does not like people touching him or dirty things touching him, as he said. I know we'll find out why he doesn't like dirty things touching him. I mean, who does though? But I will speculate that his dad killed his mom. Let me theorize that his dad killed his mom and that Juwon also Juwon wasn't close to either of his parents especially his father and he just comes off that way like even though he is rich we know that he went to that station to investigate Dongshik I think that woman was either an escort for his dad or his mom maybe though he did seem very taken aback when he saw the body but not too much like that was family or someone he was close with so I'll say that the woman was an escort for right now and his father, he's trying to run for like police commissioner and I don't trust him. He's trying too hard to keep his son from getting involved with Lee Dong-shik. And also he doesn't want him to make too much noise that'll affect his career. I do think something's off with him though. So let's talk about the chief, Nam Sang-bae. The conversation that he had with Juwon was very interesting especially the words he chose to use. He was in charge of the case from the year 2000, which he suspected and arrested Lee Dong-shik for. He also seemed to not want anyone to let Juwon know about that or even mention it out loud. The chief said that he's telling Juwon to stop his investigation on Dong-shik, not because he likes him, but because Lee Dong-shik is miserable which is what I got from that and that he's not in his right mind, he said. And maybe there is no point in going after him because he's already paying back what he owes to the town, I'm assuming. He lost his parents, he lost his sister, and he lost his mind due to being falsely accused. And if he is the murderer, he already lost and paid back what he owed somewhat. I mean, if you're a murderer and you continuously murdered and you didn't pay back what you owe, but I'm just assuming. Also, that last sentence he said that he ruined Dongshik by falsely accusing him. He furiously pursued Lee Dongshik so much in the year 2000 that the chief killed his whole family technically. However, I feel like he might have destroyed or tampered with evidence because he knows who the killer is already, I'm thinking. He seems to be hiding something more than what he told Juwon. Lee Dongshik's dad died from freezing to death waiting for Lee Yu-yun to return home and the mom broke down and hasn't recovered since. So Park Jung-jae and his suspicious words he said to the mayor of that city, Moonju, struck me, intrigued me. Also, the mayor of that city, Moonjoon, is his mom. His response to Juwon questioning him about information being missing from Yoo Yun's case files was suspicious to me because he seemed like he didn't care, but they answered this later on, sort of. He suspected Lee Dong-shik has taken it which is why he was acting like that. He wanted to brush it off and he didn't want Lee Dong-shik to be accused of tampering with files or whatever. But his words and behavior around his mother, the mayor, was weird. That it made me think it was out of character, even though I don't know much about him. It just made me notice him more. He said something along the lines of, you told me to act like nothing happened because he thought he killed someone, but didn't because that happens in dramas all the time. This just dawned on me. Min Jung's father is taking care of Lee Dong-shik's mother. Lee Dong-shik's parents raised Min Jung's father. There's usually a reason why someone would take care of someone who is not their own blood. Is Min Jung's father pulling a usual suspects act? Also, back to Park Jung-jae, he seemed very childlike when talking to his mother. I guess that's just a common thing we do. Also, he said certain words that was like, will she be able to eat when they were at the restaurant? I think he is the killer. If there was two, like I suspected earlier, he'd be the newer one, not the old one. If my theory is right, which I think my theory about two killers is incorrect, but it could still be on the table. I'm keeping my eyes open. So let's talk about Min Jung for a bit. 
Um, Min Jung, she knew her killer. I'm sure of it. Everybody knows everybody in that town. Usually you'd hang up right away if the person you were on the phone with was also in front of you, and yet she didn't. She smiled happily. She also wasn't like embarrassed or anything because she had just escaped the police station and Idongshik was on the phone with her. Or maybe it could have been Idongshik, but he wasn't the one that killed her. That she was killed later on by her father. Now, I don't know. So at the restaurant, Idongshik, he came into the shop or the restaurant very serious, like he was going to cry. I have suspicions that maybe he heard Min Jung dying, but didn't do anything because he was afraid of being suspected, or he had already saw something. Also, a small note, every time Juwon identifies himself as a cop in that area, people tend to freak out. Why? Hmm. Is it because a cop is a killer? Hmm. So I have a suspect list. Since everyone in the town knows each other, Pak Jungjae and another officer at the station and not Lee Dong-shik's old partner, the one that I believe the one that kisses Juwon's butt a lot, like wants to be his partner and wants to be his friend. Um, I think one of the two is the killer. And Lee Dong-shik is not on this list. And why you ask, even though you saw that ending as well, I don't think he is. Listen to my closing statements about why. That ending is a ruse. It's trying to confuse his viewers unless Lee Dong-shik has DID. I don't think it's him and I am going to stand by that until we see that it is him or I get more information. He would never hurt Min Jung even if there was some vendetta he had against the whole city. I don't think so. She was too young to be blamed and she wasn't born yet until that year. She, unless the, like the title says that he's just a monster and would kill anyone, but I don't think Edong Shik is. Also, why would he keep all that info in his basement about his sister's disappearance and other cases? There's no reason why he would do that unless he was a murderer who kept souvenirs like news clippings or he was investigating what happened as well. And I believe it's the latter. But anyways, that is all for tonight. Thank you so much for listening and happy Friday. Until now, it's been Avi Winters. Stay safe out there, everyone. Laters.